the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Born free, as free as the wind blows, as free as the grass grows, born free to follow your heart. Here in the United States, the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination, and control. We are born free and we will stay free. There you go, Carrie. Um, you know, you know uh, we've been talking about how I think President Trump may be the only one who is really going to call out the Democratic Socialists for what they are. Thankfully, he did. And did he know? Did he did he get um, wind that the Democratic Socialists were going to unveil their Green New Deal? You know, days after the State of the Union, mm-hmm. did he just? Or was he going to do it anyways? Mm-hmm. But um, but you know it, it's it, it's a, it's a lot of people think that you know I understand you know whatever you call it, the new group what is it a green a green new, new green, green deal I, I think the, I think it's just called the deal of some new green plan you know I think that's what the Democrats are right it's, it's and just it's going to cost grow. anybody who's I was going to say it's going to cost me a lot of green and any other person that's working right and. That's obviously, and I'm not going to talk about. I mean, the the right talking heads just have been, you know, covering the Green New Deal, not twenty four seven since and and it's so ridiculous. It's it's never going to pass. There's nothing. No. There's nothing to it. But the point is, it doesn't mean that the Democratic Socialist Party is over. Oh, not by any means. Not People by any means. People love it. People love free stuff. Now, uh, Sandy, of course, you know, isn't old. You mean or- Ortez? Alexandra, blah, blah, Cortez. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You call her Sandy. Yeah, I was just using the name she used in high school, you know, just just a few years ago. Um, So, you know, the idea is Sandy isn't old enough to run for president, right? So don't worry about her. 
Right. I, I, it's I, the other ones. You know, you know it's, it's, it's so the other ones that have thrown their hat into the ring who mm-hmm. are considering themselves. And then, of course, we got the burn, right? Feel right. the burn. He'll, oh, yeah. He didn't like that comment. Did oh, did you see did the you, face? I saw, I watched the video clips and I saw his face. <laughs> but, you know, so, but certainly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the things that you can take away from this democratic socialist movement is they're not going to give up. And, you know, the, the, the idea that it's popular with a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds great. Uh, it's like a, you, to, you get a bunch of stuff for free. How are you going to pay for it? And it's under the assumption that everyone wants to be a productive citizen. That is not the case. Right. And, and, and it doesn't on the premise that everything should be fair and equal, which, you know. Right, and there's a good, life's not fair, and there's a lot of voters who are open to it. Uh, there's a lot of young voters who are perfectly fine with socialism. Right, but do they really understand the impact and the choices they lose by having that? So maybe we'll talk a little bit more about right. that. But Carrie, why don't you get us started? All right, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10, and we're sponsored by the estate planning team who is an Ohio-registered fiduciary planner that's been in the greater Cleveland area for more than 30 years, um, actually more than 34 years now, providing um, long-term realist um Realistic conservative plans, financial plans for people where financial planners, what you think of as traditional financial planners, were not investment advisors. Although for our clients, we look at their assets in terms of growth, risk, and tax efficiency. We've been around a long time. We're accredited members of the Better Business Bureau and A-rated and won the Super Service Award for 2018 and multiple years on Angie's list. Um, and stay tuned. We'll talk about how we may be able to help you if you're interested in the topics that we do. Um, I also want to mention if you're new to the show or you've missed some shows, you can go on whkradio.com and go to the local um, podcast and you can hear our previous shows if there's different topics that you're interested in hearing or and you can scroll through and hear the different right. subjects that we've talked on. Right. And, and, and you know, we're going to try every month of the year, we'll try to focus in on one particular topic as an underlying theme for that month. So this month in February, we've been talking about Encore Careers, mm-hmm. right, which is maybe you're already thinking about one. Maybe you are doing one. Maybe you're wondering if you need to do one. And mm-hmm. certainly a lot of baby boomers are. So we're going to continue that. And, and of course, um, in March, a lot of times we talk about March Madness, you know, what I'm talking about, Carrie, mm-hmm. not the basketball. Tax time. Tax time. And there's a lot of news about that, too. A lot of people are confused with the new tax law. <laughs> That's because a lot of people are confused. That uh, could be a blanket statement, too. Yeah. Um, So, you know, so just, you know, so, yeah, we have a progressive, you know, wave going through the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. Right. And many of the politicians now describe themselves as socialists. Um, A majority of voters under 30, Kerry, say they're a approve of socialism. But do they understand the impact and what it cost? And do they see the consequence of other socialist countries? Well, see, Kerry, it's the new socialism. Oh, it's different this time. Oh, absolutely. You mean? Oh, of course. Yeah, it's different this time. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not the uh, menace of the right. you know, Soviet Union style or Venezuela, yeah, you know, or the Venezuela nationalization of industries. You know, nobody on the mm-hmm. left is saying they want that. Right? Well, of course, you don't. But I mean, okay. So, what do they mean? What's what do they mean by it's the new social? It's 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 kind of what the rest of the world 
kind of cause social democracy. You know, it's a it's a market economy, but with the extreme hardship limited by a strong social safety net and extreme inequality limited by progressive taxation. Right. So, so if somebody works hard and um, makes a lot of money for whatever reason, they have to pay a lot more than our current rates because you have to support the people that don't want to work, which I'm sorry. Or can't work. Right. And that's different. I think there's different degrees. But if there's an able-bodied person, I think everybody should be a productive human being or contribute to society. I, don't know. I, bet, I bet a lot of people will take that deal and just say, I, I won't work and just give me a uniform. See, what this is, see, and, and, that's what and that's what came out with a lot of, you know, talk during mm-hmm. the Green New Deal was the idea that it had some language about it would still protect those who are unable or unwilling See, to work. unwilling, I have a problem with. Why should you get things right. where somebody who's willing to do the extra stuff and have ambitious and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses, but um, well, if you're not willing to do what you need to do to support yourself and your family? Well, today, sometimes a lot of people say we call that welfare. Right. Um, you know, or single moms or, mm-hmm. you know, any other. The, right. But there's also people that just don't right. want to or so, don't. Right. Or circumstances. So they want this to look like Denmark or Norway, not Venezuela, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously. But so a lot of people say, well, there's no way that that Green New Deal has a chance of going anywhere. And That's, I agree. I hope not. But the idea, I think, really underlying the idea of giving an income to those who are unwilling or unable to work is back to the idea of universal basic income. Right. UBI. And that is going to happen. But we do have people who are unable to work get assistance. Right. But UBI is happening, Carrie. It's happening in other countries. There's lots of test countries doing it. I think it. that's crazy. I, I promise you we're going to spend a month on UBI. Honestly, like for my kids, if it's they weren't willing crazy, to do- It's not crazy, That's what I'm telling you. I know, you. but I'm just saying, even as a parent, I have kids. If they weren't willing to work, I mean, granted, if they were had illnesses and able well, body, that's a different scenario. But if they just didn't want to- Well, it, then they're making the choice mm-hmm. to live. Now, a lot of people are- the uniform- But they shouldn't just get something because they, they are who they are. Yeah, we all should get something. <laughs> I don't think so. You'll I be think, getting it too, Carrie. I, I don't, I'm just saying, I think I should get something for doing something. I well, yeah, but that. you're going to get the UBI, and, and but it's not going to make you quit your job. Right. But a lot of people- See, that's the choice you're going to have. You're going to say, I don't but know. If- what is that going to cost the rest? So because I choose to work, I'm going to have a, pay a lot more in taxes. So a your choice more. would be I'm not going to work and just get my UBI if you can live on your UBI. Right, but I just think that's just not a good see the, the structure the, for see, people to work under the premise. I think it's well, the, much better that as, as America was founded is you work hard. If you want things, you you work hard to attain it. You set goals. Carrie, you're, you're not getting the feeling right. of UBI. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to pull you up by your bootstraps. It's for the people who are underprivileged who can't get ahead of, in, in this country. But there the are idea opportunities. But if they got some free income, right. that would make them motivated to go out and get a job. No, I don't believe that because I think there are plenty of opportunities. It's whether people seek those out and or utilize the tools that are available. Well, I, I promise right. you we will do more on that. Oh, goodness. Um, but how are they going to pay for it all? Yeah, tax the rest of us. You, you know, tax season's not going real well. Have you? Yeah, I heard. Um, and, you know. And it's not because of the government shutdown, delayed things. Are we going to have a Valentine's Day shutdown? I don't think so. 
Um, you know, it's it's interesting because we had the winter solstice shutdown, mm-hmm. right? And now we're gonna we're going right into the Valentine's Day shutdown. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be next week. Yeah, next week. And I think they will come up with a deal. You know, they have the mm-hmm. bipartisan committee working on it, right? Yeah, because uh, they're going to work. Um, and together. why does this matter to you? It it does because right. if you don't think there was an economic impact for the winter solstice mm-hmm. shutdown, it's not just the eight hundred thousand furloughed workers. Right, it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. The lost economy of this country was huge. Mm-hmm. It's you know, not good for the country. And plus, the taxpayers' dollars are going to pay those people for staying home and not doing a job, right? Which Does that make good. you happy? No. Sounds like UBI to me. I was, right. Um, but, you know, so so the idea is, are we going to another one? I don't think, you know, but so DACA's off the table. Did you hear this, Carrie? No. See, that was supposed to be the bargaining chip, right? Right. Well, that's apparently off the table. And and the reason is because simply the ones that are in, making up the bipartisan committee are appropriations people. They're dollars. They're budget people. They're dollars and cents people. Okay. They, there's no judiciary people on the on the bipartisan okay. committee. There's no one that says we can change law on DACA. Okay. It's not their bullywhack. Right. These are just number crunchers. Right. Saying where are we going to spend the dollars or where are we going to cut? Hopefully, I would hope they're saying. So that's why DACA is really off the table. Is because there's no one in there in the, in the bipartisan committee that has anything to do with the judiciary. Right now, now Nancy Pelosi, right. She says she's going to back it, whatever they come up with. Well, that's kind of scary. I mean, you don't just back something just based on what they come up with. Well, she Maybe said, you keep working on it. Well, that's her way of really putting the ominous on Trump because it's going to be up to Trump to, 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 then is going to have the final word. Well, maybe he throws in the wall then. And then so if she said she was going to go with it. Well, no, the, 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 <laughs> I'm saying the, the wall's not going to be in the bipartisan. Okay. It's just going to be spending. You know, it's not going to be talk about. It's not going to do talk about cuts. It's going to talk about border security. How okay. much we're going to spend? How much is the budget for border security? Mm-hmm. There's going to be not a lot of, de- in my opinion, right? There's not going to be a lot of detail about how big the wall is going to be, or mm-hmm. is it going to be a cement wall, or a, or a see through wall, or how right. many miles? I think it's just going to be we're going to give X billions of dollars for border security, right? So Nancy will go along with it. So now it's Trump who's going to have the decision if it's not a wall. Am I going to veto it and shut right. the government or down? Or you could call it border security and still um, build a wall. So Pelosi, well, great. That's that's, <laughs> that's what, what I, I would do. That's, exactly. So so Pelosi's going out on a limb it. and saying there will not be another shutdown. All right. Um, so back to the income taxes. So people stop. All right. There's a big confusion about right. the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Mm-hmm. And if this is bothering you, you know, before you make a knee jerk reaction and say that the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act hurt you as opposed to it helped you, make sure you know how to look at the numbers. OK. Right. So, I, I mean, there's just article after article. And, and by the way, we, we a year ago, we were forecasting this problem. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. remember we were saying is that right. there is going to be a mass confusion in tax season, right? Because people do not understand how the payroll withholding worked, right? Remember and how that's going to affect? Because you really didn't fill anything out. They had the W four. The first one was too long, but really nobody knew how right. to fill it out or how that impacted you. So if you've listened to this show during the year, I don't know if, if every week, but every other week. We were talking about you better take matters in your own hand. Your mm-hmm. payroll department made changes without your input. 
Mm-hmm. You did not fill out a new W-4 form. Which actually, and most people got more money in their paycheck. Right. And whether or not that the conversion table that the Treasury Department rigged up with the IRS was going to work for, you know, 150 million working Americans, I, I my, that was, I'm saying, I don't know if it's going to work for everyone. Right. Because really, they don't really know how many kids you got running around, and they really don't know in, in your payroll department whether you're itemizing deductions under the new rules. So what we were saying all year, and if you go back, how do you hear the podcast, Gary? Go to whkradio.com. And, and local local podcast mm-hmm. button. I don't know if we have them. The show is going back that far, but the idea was that you know we talked all year about you've got to you've got to take matters in your own hand. If you're working with a tax professional, a CPA, enrolled agent, whatever, get on the phone. You know, you get on the you know right. get them to help you. Um, if you're doing it at home with one of the robots, if you don't know how to work out your estimated taxes and the safe harbors, mm-hmm. call somebody. Right. You know, and, and, and get help. And that's all. We don't do the tax preparation, but we definitely help our clients with tax planning and maybe helping our clients in the year once we they had a handle on the what adjustments were made. And that was a client, whether they were getting W-2 income or clients that were getting pensions and then how to make that adjustment. Right. So we already know that the IRS is way behind on issuing refunds because of the shutdown, but also the idea that somebody, some people who have now started to get their returns done are getting really upset, Carrie, because they're finding out they either owe money okay, or that they're getting less of a refund than they got in previous years. Well, that's because they got less taken out of their tax. Well, this is the disconnect. They're not connecting the dots. If I got less throughout the year, because ideally you don't want to get excited about a big refund, although there's tons of advertising and deals about your refund, and I know people use it as a forced spending. You basically, we keep talking on the show, you give your government a, an interest-free loan where that right. money could be using, you know, working for you during the year. Okay, so this is how the, the, the stories go, you know. So this is one taxpayer. Comment goes something like this. You know, she addressed it, her letter to Donald Trump. Just did my taxes. No change in income and got back $400 less than last year. That campaign promise was one of the only two reasons I voted for you. Rethinking that decision now. Hmm. So, but really let's look at what's happened. What this taxpayer is complaining about is the net refund. That does not have any correlation to her actual tax liability for the year. Right. So you at first you got to make sure you're looking at the right numbers. What you want to be care be care, what you want to be comparing year over year is not how much refund you got this year versus how much refund you got last year. You, what you want to be caring is what your actual tax liability was this year versus your actual tax liability last year. That's the comparison you want to be right. making. Especially if you're saying my income did not change. Mhm. Okay, so remember, the actual tax liability is a few lines above your actual refund Mm -hmm. amount. You know, you you create your. So you want to look at the total tax, the total tax liability. Then you then you back off what was withheld. Mm -hmm. And then if you made any estimated payments or if you had a credit carry for from the previous year, that works down to your net tax due or refund due. Mm -hmm. So don't compare that year to year. No, because yeah. you got more in your pocket throughout the year. So don't be upset that I got less in my pocket on the back end but the, because I got it throughout the year. Right. But people are saying, but I didn't I, it was, I didn't get much more in my paycheck. 
And it didn't have to be that much more. Right. You know, if you're getting if you're getting it every other 24, week. 26 pays a year, even if the even if the less withholding was 70, 80 bucks, mm-hmm. that's still over two grand for right. the year. People don't add it up right. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, well, I didn't even notice it in my paycheck. Well, it doesn't mean that you weren't getting paid more per right, pay. Right. And now, maybe you had a higher health insurance deduction on your paycheck. Right. That uh, happens often. Um, or whatever. So even though you had the exact same pay, you might have not even noticed, right. especially if you're not looking at your pay stubs. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we do ask our new clients to bring in is the pay stubs, right? Because they are so much, pay stubs are comp- complicated today. Right. Uh, we've seen pay stubs have got 30, 40, uh, 30 lines on Right. It. You know, and, 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 and if you're not looking that at home and, and, and if your tax preparer isn't asking you right. for pay stubs during the year, don't blame Trump. Because <laughs> you didn't know. Right. You know, for, you know, his tax law not working. Now, once you compare the tax liability, now let's complain if you're saying that for the same income, your actual tax for 2018 was higher than 2017. All right. Those are examples of things that we look up. I also wanted to remind people, watch your, uh, as they're coming in, the 1099, um, especially the 1099 R's. Which, which, again, which just stands, the R just stands for retirement. Could be IRA distributions, um, pensions. uh, Annuity distributions. Annuity distributions. But every year we have a few. That are incorrect. But we're not going to have any this year. Every year we get a few. So how many incorrect ones have we found this year so far? I think only two so far. Only two? But it's early. But every year, and it's because what the client, you know, has maybe the form that it was 10% federal, 20% Ohio, or in some cases even, and this is for a different show, the tax planning, we've had clients that do 100% withholding 90% to federal and 10% to Ohio. Um, And it's incorrect. When the actual 1099 comes. Um, so that happens every year. You need to look and keep good records. Those are things that we do for our clients at the estate planning team. We help people that are working um, and thinking about their future retirement years. We help retirees. And planning can benefit estates of many sizes. We work with people who have a few hundred thousand and people who have several millions. Um, and it really depends on what assets you have, what you're trying to accomplish, your goals, what you have in place already. Um, and sometimes even I ran into a case, a, a gentleman who was a widow um, that financially, uh, as far as the numbers, there were objectively reasons to plan. But um, after meeting with him for the free consultation, he really didn't care. I mean, everything was going to charity. He didn't have family. He wasn't going to spend more than what his income was. There really wasn't a lot of motivation or reasons for him to actually put a plan in place. If you're not going to change anything, you're happy with everything. Um, You don't care if the government gets more. You don't care what happens to your assets. So it really depends on your situation and what you're trying to accomplish. What we offer is that um, long-term realistic objective analysis. Our plans help people solve problems, um, save money, and do enough number crunching analysis so they get the most net benefit from the financial choices they face. And also through the analysis, the peace of mind knowing um, if financial challenges you face in um, your lifetime or other disruptors occur, are you going to be okay? In the long term, or how do you need to adjust? And also looking at 
using the opportunities and avoiding the traps and the complicated tax code. What we do enhances, um, and we work with our clients' existing investment advisors, or sometimes our clients are the role of that investment advisor. Um, But we may be able to help you, and we offer that free consultation to see if and how we may be able to help you through the type of services that we offer. Like our plans, our fees are customized. We have hourly and retainer options because sometimes people need a little bit of help and they want pieces and parts of analysis. And sometimes people want to go through the whole process. Um, if you go through the process, it's, it's kind of fun. I know we talk a lot about price tags and timeframes is when people are working or somebody is in retirement and they really haven't spent, but they'd like to spend. It's fun to think about the things you could spend money on. And then we can tell you what's realistic, what's not, and that long-term, because people don't realize the long-term impact of spending today. And if you want to take advantage, we have a free consultation. We can do it by phone or in person. Our home office is in Middleburg Heights. We have offices around the greater Cleveland area. Um, You can call 440-239-2090. We can call you on Monday morning. Um, That's 440-239-2090. You can also go to the website, financialfoodforthought.com. Any emails from the website, come actually directly to me. I will reply. If you don't get a response, call the office. Um, I try to respond to all emails in 48 hours or less. Um, We also have the planning classes for February and March posted. We have February 27th. At 3 o'clock is our class for people who have IRAs, company plans, or similar tax-qualified assets. And if you're 59 and a half or older, really, we're talking about the positives and negatives of these assets, rules, costly mistakes, misconceptions, the minimum required distribution tax trap um, that can happen in many cases. We'll talk about Roth contributions versus Roth conversions and how some of these tax law changes impact owners of these assets. Um, And then on... March 13th at 3 o'clock at Middleburg Heights is our class for people who are in their retirement years already or who are or getting closer to their retirement, typically 10 years or less, talking about steps and strategies in preparation for and during retirement, retirement rules you often hear about, concerns about market volatility, rising health care costs, taxes, spending issues, and much more. And that's more about issues that impact your lifestyle. Lifestyle, and you can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com for these free educational classes. All right, and Karen, we'll, we'll, and I'll let you, we'll announce those again before mm-hmm. the end of the show, the dates and the times. And if you haven't been to one of our classes, mm-hmm. um, a little bit different. We try to keep the class sizes small so you have an opportunity to ask a question. And we think that leads to a And we have a some great discussion. handouts that you can take with you that everyone gets right. for signing up for the class. So don't so I don't know, Carrie, does Donald Trump have to have a press com, uh, you know conference to explain to Americans how to figure out if they owe less in taxes under the new law? Because it, you know, if there's so many people confused about that mm-hmm. and, and even it's not and it's even the the national Talking heads, they, they, they don't even get it. You know, I've heard them making comments. You know, they're also you know worried about getting Trump's tax return. You know, Democrats are really right. trying to get. Well, you think any American has any chance of making heads or tails of what's going on Trump's tax return if they can't even right. figure out if what their own tax liability is? 
I, I mean, I don't know what the big thing. I mean, I, I want Trump to release his tax returns, Carrie, because I want to learn the tricks. Oh, I think that's great. All they're doing, I'd like all the politicians to release their tax returns. Yeah, but I suppose you want Trump's because he's hires the best tax managers money could buy. Right, and you can't blame him if he's paying little. They're using the opportunities right. that everyone. I mean, you pays. think Trump files his own tax return? Absolutely not. I, I mean, do you think any politician fi- files their own tax um, return? So, so what do you want to know? Um, <sighs> drives me crazy. I think it's just they it, want to see him. Pay okay, when those tax returns are released, right? But you also is don't... it going to change anybody's vote on whether they're going to vote for Trump in the oh. next election or not? And not even that. Or do you want his personal tax? You don't think he has business returns? I mean, right? He has multiple. You don't think the IRS is going to get any <laughs> dime they think they that, that Trump owes him? <sighs> um, drives me crazy. Wow, it's a busy news week here. Mm-hmm. Can I just spend two minutes on the Super Bowl, the Super Blah? I call it. I did not watch. It was it. the worst game. I, you know, but that's what but, I heard. But um, you know, it, it's just. Remember, I, I was talking about um, Gladys Knight singing the national anthem, right? Remember, it was the side bet of whether it's going to, you know, the over under on how long, how many minutes the, the, right. the song was going to be. It was over, right? wasn't it? Right, but there's a little controversy. Oh, did you see? Are you talking about CNN asking her? No, I'm just saying the the whole betting oh. world. Is a oh, okay. Big I controversy. You meant CNN up. ask if her singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl she felt like ruined her career. Oh no, no I'm not talking about the, the Kaepernick deal. I'm talking about the betters. I, I, We're just talking about the betters and oh, the money. Okay. The money. Is oh, a, she said there was yeah. over a million dollars put on the, up on this bet on whether the national anthem right. version was going to be over or under. Who and, cares? And it, it, well, it, obviously people. It's bet. a side bet. So it the 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 betting line ended up at one million one minute fifty seconds. That was okay. the over under. Okay, so at first. You know, people, when they timed it out, it was over two minutes. Okay, right. Version. That's what I thought. Okay. But they said there's a tech not, there's a technical uh, betting issue is that they the way they really count it is after the end of the first Brave. You know, at the end of the last line, Home of the Brave. Mm-hmm. So some singers expand on that after that. They, they right. sing Brave twice. Okay. okay, I'm not going to try to sing it for you. Okay, okay. you can go back okay. and listen on YouTube. Yeah, but she did two Braves. Okay, and and so the, technically it wasn't. Yeah, so the the, the correct the actual anthem well, and, she added add kind of. So what did I say the break even was? One fifty. So the first Brave ended at what time, Carrie? I don't know. One when. minute forty nine. Okay, and what the second one went over the two minutes. Oh gee. I, I wonder, you don't think Gladys had any money on, on the thing. <laughs> Not saying she did. No. Just saying. She decided. She wouldn't. Get, maybe someone else. <laughs> like the guy who was. That would have been really. Like the guy who was, um, like the sound check guy who was yeah. releasing information <laughs> to his buddies and, and, and the test, how long it was going to be. Uh-huh. Think he, think they might ask him a few questions? Maybe. Um, so another way, you think this will ever be bet again in Vegas? I don't. Because, I'm sure it's because Vegas. it was so much controversy over it, and people could manipulate oh, come on. it so we much. Love controversy. Um, so bet online paid out betters on both sides of the line. So they did the right thing, right? Um, gambling guru uh, advised betters to play better, uh, play, pay close attention to the fine print on non-standard prop bets. Um, you know, there's um, 
Other sports books made it clear in advance they would not stop the clock at the end of the first brave, leaving the, no room for debate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or that they would stop the clock at the end of the first. That was it. So other sports books made clear in advance that they would stop the clock at the end of the first brave, leaving no room for debate. Mm. Um, so we'll see. It's a, let's see. Maybe so, people were thinking they could bet instead of having an encore career if they won big. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because if you do win, you know, IRS, we're talking about the IRS, they want your money. That's Absolutely. taxable income. A lot of people don't think that, Carrie. They think if they're not making a bet in Vegas that they don't have to report their Super Bowl winnings. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's not... a, I think there's a, an amount over if you win um, in gambling that you have to report. No matter where you wager, whether a casino, through a pool or fantasy league, or right. your neighbor's annual bash, the IRS expects you to come clean each year at tax Oh, time. I think of the neighbor's annual bash. If somebody's having a pool, you think people are going to report it? Carrie, do you want me to get Chuck Reddick on the phone and explain <laughs> this to you? I'm not here to defend right. the fairness, oh, saying, logic, no, no. or simplicity I'm of our tax code. I'm just saying how many people you think would say, oh, I went to my neighbor's Super Bowl party and won a thousand Any bucks. gambling winnings you receive is considered income by the IRS. Hmm. I thought it was over uh, a certain amount. Roughly 22.7 million Americans are expected to wager an aggregate $6 billion. Wow. Okay. Um, that could go a long way to building the wall. Okay, generally speaking, if you win more than $5,000 and the amount is 300 times the original bet, the payer is required to withhold 24% of your winnings for federal taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're at an establishment, you may be being withheld from. Um, now, of course, one way to reduce what you owe on your winnings is to write off your gambling losses. So if you're going to keep track of your winnings, keep track of your losses. Of course, you need to be able to back up your claims with documentation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, but the problem with that, Carrie, is that, you know, you can only take a deduction for gambling losses if you itemize your deductions on your tax return. But under the new law, you can't itemize most it. Americans aren't going to be itemizing. That's going to be an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Fantasy sports winnings get slightly different tax treatment. If you have, here's your de minimis law, uh, rule, Carrie. If you have winnings above $600, you should receive a tax form, but it'll be on a form 1099 miscellaneous, not like a W-2. Right. So, you know, again, the IRS wants your winnings reported on your tax return. Uh, let's see. February is Black History Month, right, Carrie? Okay. Um, and, of course, in this country... Because Black History Month is celebrated around the world, Carrie, right? Okay. Um, I did not realize that. But in America, it's really PC to call it African American History Month, right? Even though the world calls it Black History yeah. Month? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, you know, but I, I, my only point about this, you know, someone needs to clue in the Democratic leadership in Virginia that this is not how we want to be celebrating Black History Month oh. in America. <laughs> I mean, is that the most outrageous thing? The, the top three... The governor, you know, mm-hmm. Ralph Northam, he's, you know, got the blackface. Right. Well, we, they're not calling it blackface. That's, that's, I guess we have to call it, you know, they, they're saying dark makeup. Oh, my or God. Dark. It's black makeup. I mean. No, no, it's dark makeup or brown makeup because blackface right. is too often. Maybe we should did, call it African-American face because we're calling it African-American Did you history. see where people on Twitter, I mean, I don't follow, but somebody sent me were upset because Mary Poppins was blackface and people correct and said no she was cleaning a chimney it wasn't yeah so we have not only have the governor we have the tenant governor who is black justin fairfax he's got his own sexual uh assault right problems 
And then we have the next in line, Attorney General Mark Herring, who he had to come out and admit, well, he was also in African-American face. Jeez. Oh, All right. So that leaves. If, you so, know what? I also say something you did so uh, many years ago. Can you imagine being accountable for every little thing I've done in my life? Uh, like, hopefully you're a better person. And Poor Megan Kelly. Um, all right. But anyway, so let's see what else is going on. Um, on core careers? Are you going to touch on that yet? Yeah. See, this is, you know, a big issue because a lot of the baby boomers um, are finding themselves in a position where they're not really confident that they're financially independent and to be able to retire, right? Or I think sometimes people are tired of what they're doing and wouldn't mind working in retirement, just maybe they don't want to work as much and they don't know how much they have to earn over what time frame. They don't mind working. They just don't want to work. Right. And so we've been and, and there's much. a lot of ways, you know, you can talk about this. But let's talk a little bit about the side hustle. Mm-hmm. OK. So right now, 24 percent of baby boomers, Carrie, are currently holding down a second job. OK. Right. Why? Because they want to make more well, money or it's something they love? You could talk about the Economic Policy Institute's latest study that says because the average household aged 56 to 61 has just 163000 set aside for retirement. Okay. That's probably not going to cut it. Right. Okay. We could look at the Center for Financial Services um, you know, report that says 42% of adults aren't saving for retirement at all. Mm. Okay. Um, we could talk about other studies that says right now the number of older Americans filing for bankruptcy has surged fivefold, Carrie, since 1991. Hmm. Okay. So obviously a lot of people are saying I better build up my retirement nest egg, mm-hmm. right? And I better go get a second job. Mm-hmm. Um now, so financial reasons set aside, um, there could be other reasons. I would say some people want to work. They like to do – or sometimes we've had clients where they get in something that's kind of a hobby, and if they can get paid to do something that's of interest to them, that's the best of both worlds, which we've had people do that over time. We've run into people. Right. Um, so, and, and we know, so it's not only, you know, Carrie, you had mentioned that, well, I don't know if you mentioned, but we mentioned the idea that some people retire, Carrie, and they're bored, right? So they go back to work, but that, but, you know, and, but the side hustle is more the idea we're talking about is more that, you know, you may be trying to, you know, phase out of your nine to five right which is no longer nine to five right the 60 hour rat race right right? you want to work but do something and sometimes you want to change so you're kind of giving up on that you're saying i'm willing to i'm going to start a side gig which may i be able to you know morph into Mm -hmm. and get out of the day-to-day rat race right all right um but there's you know but uh, people that are doing it say there's sometimes there's other reasons other than financial okay so some people do inside also says it can give you a sense of liberation. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's one. 
Okay, here's some comments by the, the they're in that camp. The truth is, working in corporate America may not satisfy your itch to make a difference or pursue your dreams, mm-hmm. but it'll definitely pay the bills. Instead of quitting your day job, you can use your side hustle to make your own impact. Mm-hmm. Okay, with a side hustle, you're free to choose what you want to do. The only hard and fast rule in business is that you must create value for your customers. Right. Okay. When you have a real mission and your goal. And, and a goal you're working towards that you've chosen for yourself, you wake up every morning excited to tackle the day so you can get that much closer to the dream. Mm-hmm. See, and, 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 and Carrie, that's a, that's a lot of times when we're working with goals and objectives with our new clients, we always get that. You know, when we're asking about what they envision their retirement lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, to be the type of lifestyle and try to put a price tag and a time frame on that. A lot of times we get the question, well, Mark, what's the difference between a goal and a dream? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I know the official definition, but, right. but I know this. Goals my clients will work towards. Mm-hmm. Dreams, hmm, they right. won't. Right. Like we're sometimes when we're building these ma- these models that we use, if we have somebody who's uh, – and this could be somebody who's retired um, – and maybe this far, or somebody's working, probably an easier example. And hey, if you work two more years than you thought, you wanted to retire at 65, because then you don't have to worry about, or you can go on Medicare and you retire at 65. But if you work three years longer, you can have that vacation home in Florida. You can have, you know, do all these other travel. Yeah, or the, uh, or the, or the winter getaway. Right. If you are willing to work that much longer, and some people say no. We've had no. people say, I'm going to build, I'm going to have a second home scenario. Well, then they think, eh, maybe I'd just rather just go rent for a couple of months because it's right. really not me worth it, working longer. Now, some people who have dreams, they'll say, okay, I'll work longer. Absolutely. And now so, they're motivated because now they know how much they they really know their number. Right. And it's that if then, and that's the value of the planning, or sometimes when somebody says, I want to move to Florida and buy a $300,000 home versus, well, maybe I'll just buy a condo for $150,000, right. depending on this area. Yeah, or, or have the robot tell me how much of a home I can buy. Right. How often, you know, how much do and I have because, to cut off? You know? And by the way, you have to think of two home maintenance. Um, yeah, don't forget that. Furnishing. Yeah, it's utilities. Expen- two homes are expensive, mm-hmm. especially in rising utility costs and rising real estate taxes. Um but the idea is, and it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. We've had just as many other clients who thought they could, were wanting to know if they could afford the two hundred fifty thousand dollar vacation mm-hmm. home or the uh, bucket list trip, right. and they thought they only could do a certain many of those a year or right. in their lifetime, in their lifetime. Or time. And we come back and say, well, now actually you could buy the three hundred thousand dollar vacation home, or you could take a few more of those bucket list trips. Right. So it can work both ways. Right. The, the, the power of doing a, a, a formal written plan is that it leaves you in a decision-making mode. Right. And I think the value of what we do in these models, people, and not all the cases, but sometimes people see the cumulative assets when they're 80, they have this pile of money, whether it's an IRA, non-qualified Roth, that maybe at 80, 85, you wished you would have spent it and enjoy it sooner. And if you come in for the free consultation, we'll run your preliminary numbers if you provide us information ahead of time. And remember, we offer that free no-obligation consultation or come out to our free educational classes. The consultation is about your numbers, your situation. We sit down with you, address your questions, and again, do that preliminary analysis. The classes are general strategies or planning strategies and concepts. Um, Those are free Good, helpful information. There's no sales pitches. Um, And that's on February 27th is the IRA and Roth planning class. 
at 3 o'clock in Middleburg Heights. March 13th is our class for retirees and people nearing retirement. If you'd like a free consultation or come out to the classes, you can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, you're listening to Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over how many years can we say now, Karen? 34. 34 years. And we do it one family, one plan at a time. And a lot of those plans we've built over the years included putting parameters on what type of encore career Mm -hmm. our client may need to make his dreams or his Mm -hmm. goals come true in retirement. Right. So, you know, just another one is so what types of jobs are out there? Okay. Um, well, how about senior citizens are replacing teenagers as fast food workers? Is mm-hmm. that what you're looking to do, Karen? I've uh, heard that because they're how more reliable, ones? better. They but is that the hours? job you're looking for? Uh, Maybe. How about that summer food stand job is no longer just for teenagers? How about this one? Company hiring people to test pizza from home for 300 to to $1,000 a day. Huh. I could do that. Right. Uh, could you do that? Yeah. So what type of job are you looking for? Um, well, here's some um, ideas, right, Carrie? Uh, well, we've ta- we mentioned last week if people have interests or hobbies, the volunteering yeah. and then seeing. Right. So, so the idea is, you know, you want to do something you have a passion for, mm-hmm. right? So that's where the hobby themed. Right. So, and, and if you're in, this may be more, now one could be a, a, we're actually going to become a W-2 employee. Right. But a lot of people say, well, I really want to start my own business because maybe I can get out of the rat race. Right. And if I can make some money doing something I love to do, I'm willing to do that longer. Right. Right. So, you know, how about, you know. I was thinking of the self-employed. We've had people, the handyman, right. where somebody's really good and handy and they said, oh, I do side jobs. Where that's one where they, when you were talking about I do side jobs, I just don't have the time. And then they start getting more referrals and they really find that they love doing that versus right. the nine to five or eight to five desk yeah. job. And so, but you also may not have a lot of money to invest in a new business. Right. So, you know, there's a list out there about, well, what type of business can you start with maybe under ten grand? Okay. How about food truck or carts? You know, something like uh, that. Um, a coffee bar or a tea salon. Mm-hmm. How about a cat cafe? Isn't there one in Tremont? A cat cafe? Really? Have you been no, to that yet? No. You should take your dog to that. Think, yeah, no. Um, outdoor activities. animals. Though. Outdoor adventurers. Are you an outdoor person? Okay. See, the idea of the hobby theme is that right. if you're good at your hobbies, mm. Someone may be willing to pay you to teach them to be better at it. Right. All right. Um, so outdoor activities. You know, there's been famous cases out there about people, mm-hmm. who, you know, take people on excursions. Right. Okay. Um, real estate. Well, you know, real estate appraiser, obviously. As you know, there's a lot oh, yeah. Of, we've had people on the side, like, end up being inspectors for houses. Right. And, um, or I, uh, I'm thinking our, um, we had the one client that loved motorcycles and he ended up. Because he was often well, he, visiting well, Harley. He ended up Harley. It was a he Harley Davidson collector. Because he had <laughs> to many say he of loved them. To, to say he loved motorcycles is a little bit of an understatement. But he ended up kept going in the he store. He Harley they, Davidsons. And then, he had a garage full of them. You know what? And he needed to make extra money. So they ended up hiring him and he delivered new bikes and parts. And so he got paid to do something he loved and was there all the time anyway. Right. He, he probably would have done it for free. 
Right. Uh, or then I was thinking we had another client that loved sports cars and high-end cars, and they he found a job where he delivered cars. He would drive the car to another dealer and then fly back. All right. So we have a few minutes left here. So we'll talk more about hobby. Mm-hmm. So the Grammys are this weekend, Karen. Okay, I will not watch them. Yeah. So this is, of course, Cardi B, who's mm-hmm. up for Song of the Year. Right. I don't know. I better have the rapper. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. You better watch her word, especially yeah. which version, Mark. Um, I don't know. You gotta watch what version. You <laughs> that's have. that's for Eric Sound Engineer Extraordinaire <laughs> to beep it out. <laughs> um, do you, uh, Cardi B, is this going to win Best Song of the Year? I would hope not. That's why one of the reasons I'm not watching. Oh, it's, it's, it's got that Latin I, beat. I, I love, gotta get into I it. I love all kinds of music. Look however. at Eric dancing there in the sound studio. <laughs> Yeah. All right. You know, I don't know what, I guess what Cardi likes, but I know what she doesn't like, Carrie. What? Paying taxes. She like, oh. Did you yeah. hear her? Here, no, right, so, but she, she has up. fights all the time. And... I, I hate when celebrities do something very extravagant, buy something very luxurious. There's people in the comments like, you could have donated that, or we going backwards. You could have done this and that with your money. And it's like, who are you to tell people what to do with their hard yeah. work and ass money? First of all, do you know that artists, celebrities, the IRS, out of every check that you make, they automatically take 45% of your check. That means in order to spend 500000 you got to make at least a million. Then like an artist like me and a lot of um, rappers that I know, they literally take care of their whole family. And that's not tax deductible because the IRS don't consider that a business. On top of that, being an artist, looking good for y'all, doing all this extra too. Yeah, that costs money. Like me, for example, my bills is like, I'll say about 300000 250000 every single month. And I try to put it cheaper, and it's just it's not. Wow. She was laying it down, wasn't it? Right. Keeping it real. Yeah. Um, you know, she, I, she was hell of trouble with the fuzzy math, right? Right. She was saying it was a 45% tax rate. Withholding and then five hundred thousand on a million. She was close, right? She's in the ballpark, right? Oh yeah, she was just. Um, But she spends. She can't get her bills down to less than two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand. I don't think she's in touch with the rest of us. I mean, the normal. Is she throwing her hat in the ring to the twenty twenty election? Probably. You know, who knows? Everybody's. I swear, people are coming that I've never heard of or even mentioned in the news or. Throwing their hat in. I guess, what's your qualifications to throw your hat in anymore? I, you know, I don't know. A lot of money? She's just got that. No, it's not, because half of it gets, I don't know, she must have a lot, because if you have 300,000 expenses a month and so taxes. We, yeah. So is anyone going to watch the Grammys? Do you watch the Grammys? No, I will not. Um, I. You know, this is why... We need UBI, Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> because why? of no. this inequality, where we have Cardi B, who's you know complaining because right. she needs to make a million dollars to spend five hundred thousand. But then if she spends, because oh, it's not fair if she doesn't right. get to do that. She's not. It's not fair if she doesn't get to spend three hundred thousand a month. Aw. <laughs> Somehow yeah. I don't feel sorry for her. So we're not all going to be able to have the lifestyle that Cardi B mm-hmm. is going to have. And I don't really care to, you know, hear her complaining about right. the situation. Uh, maybe she's, you know, she's saying, all right, 
she doesn't want to be taxed like the rich. Well, well she is rich, and if under socialism, she's going to be taxed even boy, more. Boy, is she going to be taxed more. So, so what are some other hobby themes um, that people are looking for? Pet grooming or pet pet sitting, sitting I would think would be a good grooming, one. Pet walk and dog walking. You know, mm-hmm. those are you know, things. Um, tutoring sometimes if tutoring. teacher. Yeah, you could have the the um, the the mm-hmm. uh, photographer. Obviously, right. if you can think. You can or I'm thinking, you know, how many people we have that work at golf courses because they love golf and then they get discounted yeah. or free golf tees after uh, a certain time. So it's incorporating what you do in. Uh, but, you know, I think when people come on to us and they want to maybe stop, they're tired of what they're doing. What we can do through the plan is saying, how much do you need to earn over what time frame? Because they really don't know when those wages end, and especially when they're at peak earning years, what do I need to do to be okay based on the type of future retirement lifestyle and taking into account different growth rates, different inflation rates on day-to-day in healthcare, et cetera. But you also got to watch sometimes for how your side hustle can cost you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so have you counted in what's going to cost for materials and equipment? Okay. Are you going to have to travel more, you know, um, to and from jobs? You know, make sure you keep an accurate log of your mm-hmm. miles, right, if you're trying to, you know, get your business expenses. And that's a written log. Mm-hmm. That's just not, you know, making it up as you go along. Taxes. We're talking about taxes. You know, we're going to get into March Madness here soon. Um, now, there's a lot of good things happening there. So, we, you know, we're talking about that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, right, Gary? Remember, that has a 20% pass-through deduction for small businesses. So that may work very well into your side hustle if you're thinking about that. You know, you know if you, whether you're going to be Schedule C or uh, S-Corporation or Limited Partnership, you know, something along those lines. And Ohio, you know, being an Ohio taxpayer, right? Ohio has their small business deduction. Carrie, that excludes 100% of the first $250,000 of uh, pass-through, you know, of, of right. business income. You know, so there's great tax incentives. And so that's why a lot of people are trying to, you know, say, okay, maybe this is my bridge. Maybe I can get out of the rat race, but maybe I can find a passion of something I like to do and I'm willing to work hard and maybe with the tax breaks, maybe I can just make it. Right, and those are things we can help. You can call the estate planning team for a free consultation at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Also, don't forget to sign up early for our free educational classes in Middleburg Heights on February 27th at 3 o'clock, the IRA Roth and Tax Qualified Asset Planning class if you're 59 and a half or older and have these types of assets, or the Retirement Planning class on March 13th at 3 o'clock also. Call 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.